Welcome to the Lost to Limitless cast, hosted by Jack Wilson and Blair Johnston. We want to bring you the very best information within health and fitness that we possibly can to leave you limitless physically, mentally and emotionally. So before we get started, we want to ask one thing. If you enjoy what you hear today, can you please share this with family, friends, social media so that we can help more people? Thank you. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to episode nine of the Lost to Limitless cast, where today's topic, we're going to basically be chatting about what really is life-changing results, because obviously in the industry that we work in, you hear it a lot, and obviously myself and Blair, we go by giving clients, customers, prospects, um, basically life-changing results. So yeah, sort of what we're going to chat about today, we're going to sort of dive into what we feel as coaches, as individuals, and what we feel life-changing results is, how we sort of possibly go through that, and what sort of things we look out for, what we don't look out for, or what we try and avoid, and things that possibly you may have made before. Um, So yeah, I'm looking forward to this one, Blair. How are we, anyway? I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm just kind of going off the back of what Jack was saying there as well. It's like, I think what we really want to get across in today's episode is giving you a clear indication as to what's required for life-changing results you know what are you going to need to do what should you expect what are the potential hurdles or barriers you're going to come up against and then have to overcome what's the perspective that you may have to have um on a mindset front um when it comes to achieving life-changing results because you know this is something that we deliver um on a daily basis and Again, um, life-changing results are definitely something that is subjective to everyone. Um, you know, everyone's going to be slightly different as to what changes their life, you know. You know, if someone has got major health issues, then eradicating them or being able to reverse some of those um, on some of the conditions that are reversible, that's life-changing. But for other people, it may be getting into, you know, um, a dress size or getting into a certain shape that they once thought they could never do you know so it is totally personal it's a bit like a fingerprint as well as having that sort of confidence and knowing confidence can come from anything that yeah. can like what Blair said wearing a certain clothes but also confidence of that achievement like I feel that confidence is something that sort of deemed as any accomplishment or any achievement regardless of what that is that's where that sort of confidence is going to come from yeah so yeah it's just about sort of how we coach it um so yeah but where would you say in terms of where to start with us what would you say the main sort of points are for life chain results if you were then to sort of shortlist them in terms of the things that we then possibly look for overall yes okay we just said there like that um with regards to obviously depending on your situation things that then that possibly you might coach that sort of looks to try and change someone's life from when they come on board then we'll go away yeah so i mean obviously there's yeah yeah so obviously i think you know and i think obviously we'll we'll kind of dive into each of these but to give you uh give you guys who are listening like an overall uh, sort of view on what we'll be talking about but no, for sure. I think, you know, we've got to really look into changing people's, like you said, their direct, you know, habits and behaviours. Um, you know, really looking at raising people's personal standards, um, f- you know, for the, for the long term. Uh, a lot, you know, I think a lot of life-changing results 
rely heavily within those two areas. You know, you know, you have to you have to look at changing the current habits that you have for healthier, more positive um, habits. The same goes for obviously again habits and behaviors are very very similar. Um, you know, your standards. I think it's massively comes down to your mental aspect as well because when you first begin on your journey, a lot of the time the result that you look for is physical. Um, and you know we kind of say this it's the physical result first but you have to realize there's a mental result that has to come after that and it's that mental shift and changes it's going to be able to lock in that physical result for the long time because if you're not if you know anyone can get into great shape anyone can get into great shape if you give someone 12 weeks and they can dedicate themselves to 12 weeks we can get anyone into great shape but the difficult thing comes into getting someone to maintain great shape for the long run because that is down to changing habits, behaviours, personal standards, mental perspective on everything. That's where the life change happens, you know. Um, it's beyond the first sort of 90 days. You know, that's that's where these life-changing results lie. It's not about getting into shape and that's it. It's about getting into shape and, and staying in that shape, understanding push and pull, you know. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because, again, um, like for myself anyway, like my sort of programme does, it's sort of, marketed as a 90-day programme, but ultimately it goes beyond those 90 days. And again, anyone that's been inside that programme knows exactly that because it's about, as well said, it's about getting that sort of physical result because regardless of what pain you as a listener goes through, the one thing that we always want is always going to be physical. That's yeah. it. You're always going to want that physical change because you're going to want to physically change to look good on the beach. You're going to want to physically change to impress the opposite sex or the same sex, impress your partner, wife, husband, you're going to want to change physically, whether it's so you can then again um, wear certain clothes or certain colour of clothing so you feel good and look good. You're going to want that physical change, whether again, whether you play sport and it's then to become fitter, but you need to know you look, you need to look a certain way or what you think is. But that way then it's that, it's that physical change that comes first. But again, from a mental side, side of it, it's then possibly looking at it only through one glass, not so many other glasses. And again, that's that's what it is. So it's beyond that 90 days. And as Blair said there, it's that physical result first, then the mental result, because it's that's the one that keeps you here. That's the one that keeps you after a second, second lot of 90 days. So you're at now six months, then you're at possibly 12 months. And the goalposts will always start to change. But it's about going back to what we said about habits and behaviours, looking at the sort of lifestyle and what habits aren't serving you right now as where you are standing right now listening to this podcast, compared to then what's, what habits and behaviours and standards do you then need to have to serve you well and serve you the way you want to look, the way you want to feel, the way you want to operate, the way you want to conduct yourself. And that's sort of the biggest thing is what we try and teach. I think I think one of the most, I think a, a really important thing to do and you have to be clear on when you're you're embarking on your journey and obviously like the reality is is everybody wants life changing results you know, everybody does you don't want to change uh, you know like you wouldn't want to change if you, you know if you didn't feel like it was required you know no one wants to do it for for absolutely no reason just for the fucking fun of it like it's not the way you, you want to change it because you know it's going to make a greater impact on your life but you have to know where that's going to come from you have to know why you're doing it and you have to know what you want for your life you know, so it may be a case of you want to get into good, into great shape because um, you want to feel better in yourself. You want to feel better for your partner. You want to be a role model for your your children or your or your friends. Or you want to be, um, you know, it may be, it may be, it, it could be an external factor. 
you know, like I say, it's for partners, it's for family, it's for friends, it's for children, whatever that may be. It may be something very, very internal where it's you're doing it for yourself because you've never felt great in your in your body. And um maybe you feel like you're not operating at a level that you should be operating in, in terms of I, I feel shit in myself and I know for a fact that that has an impact on my career, that has an impact on my social ability to speak to people, to go out and meet people, potentially if you're single or, um, you know, there's there's so many factors, but you've got to get crystal clear as to one, why you're doing it and secondly, the benefit that it's going to have on your life. That will give you a better understanding as to what habits and behaviours that you have right now that are serving you or not serving you. And then we then need to change those. But the reality is, is like, look, if we strip this back down to what me and Jack do, and that is taking some from people who, uh, taking people from out of shape, not in a great place, to absolutely fucking in control or thriving and 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 flying high, which is in great shape, full of confidence, and excelling in relationships, careers, and that comes down to bog standard habits, which is looking after your body looking after your mind and that means both how you work your body out how you work your mind out how you feed your body and then how you feed your mind and the we have to then start instilling solid habits and behaviors that are going to benefit those areas you know so training and exercising three times a week minimum that becomes you know i say this to every single person that signs up with you know that's a client of mine and, and Jack will probably say the same thing. But if we if I'm doing something within the first six weeks that they cannot see themselves being able to do in the next two years, we're probably on the wrong track, especially if that's someone who's not signed up and not doing something like a photo shoot. They're not competing. They're not, they're not doing any form of extreme um, exercise. They're not doing marathons. They're not doing anything like that. You know, they're just training to get into great shape. If, you, if you're starting this off and you cannot see yourself doing what you're doing in two years' time, the likelihood is you're not going to be doing it in six months. Yeah, exactly. Because I always say, so one thing I've always said is, if your first thought process, if you're starting a new diet, a new training regime, a new program, if your first thought process is, when do I get a day off? It's not for you. That's It's that simple. Yes, things are going to be hard. And again, we spoke about this in, in sort of previous episodes. Things are going to be hard and it's something we just have to accept that, again, it's that that whole case of if you want something you never had before, you are going to have to do things you've never done before. It's that simple. But it still comes back to that thing where the way that we want to coach you, yes, it's going to be hard and you're going to have to do these things. But we still want, as Blair said, we still want you to be able to do it, one, in six weeks' time, considering we're probably going to sign you up for 12 weeks minimum or possibly six months minimum. We want you to be doing it six weeks, but also when you're doing it in six, six months, but also when you're doing it in two years, because what the habits and behaviours that we're trying to get you to now recreate or just slightly adjust is going to serve you for the rest of your life, which again, then Blair said there, is whether that then you pass it on to your partner, pass it on to family, pass it on to future family, your kids, but also the chances are, if myself or Blair were to come and watch you on a daily basis for seven days straight, There'll be habits and behaviours that you know you need to change, but just probably right now you just maybe don't know how to, which is where that other education or that guidance or that support or that accountability does come in. But the chances are we all know what we're doing right and we all know what we're doing wrong. 
Yeah, we said yeah. that podcast a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we? whether that's sort of nutrition, whether that's uh, training, mindset, lifestyle, family, career, chances are you know what you're doing wrong, but it's just now about in order to make that life changing as one, knowing right, okay, I need to change it. Two, how to change it. Or three, how to change that and make it sustainable so yeah. that you can do it in six weeks, 12 weeks, six months, 12 months, two years type thing. And that's really what us as coaches want to try and educate you on so yeah. you can achieve life-changing results and literally make it last a lifetime that you can then possibly go and pass on to other people. Yeah, it's, it's about it's really about like raising your personal standards as well. You know, I mean, like, what are you going to, what are you going to allow yourself to abide by now moving forward? You know, if you're in a place where you know you're unhealthy, you know that you're you could be exercising more, you know you should be looking after yourself more, but you're not. You need to begin raising your personal standards and either holding yourself accountable to someone else, or holding yourself fucking accountable to yourself. You know, I think if we actually take a step back and look at the wrong one, do you want to be on this planet longer than you you currently are? sorry that you currently will be if you keep moving in this trajectory you know if you keep going in the way that you're going are you going to be around running about with grandkids or running about with people or being able to do the things you want to do when you're 70 75 or do you want to be here and see your you know your kids your grandkids kids you know i mean your great grandkids i don't know what it is whatever you have in your life but i know again and this is me personally speaking that you know my my granddad lived he was like 94 95 94, 95, I think. Like, that's insane. Like, that I want to get to that point. And I'm the way that I'm going to do that is by firstly trying to look after my body right now. You know what I mean? It's like that long term, that long term um, payoff that you're going to get from looking after it. It's just by raising your personal standards. And look, when you begin, I think what can be complex a lot, and I know we're kind of going off in different tangents here at times, but I think. When you begin your journey, you've got to understand sacrifices are going to be made. I think I don't know about you, Jack, but I feel like a lot, a lot of time people can get into this and can think that they're going to be able to dive straight into changing the like I you know dive into tracking calories, training more often than they normally were, paying attention to nutrition, getting out and getting being more active but yet still feel like they can have the balance of their, their life previous to what their life is now. And that's not the case. That's not going to happen. There's going to be trade-offs. There's going to be sacrifices that have to be made. But tell me this, what is the consequence of you not changing your life right now? Like, what is the consequence of that? You staying stuck where you are, feeling how you are, and then what's the long-term implement, implementation? Um, so implications of that down the line? What's the consequences of you not trying to take control and change your life right now? Like, that is such a huge point. Does the sacrifices outweigh the consequences is something that we have to address. Yeah, exactly, because that is exactly what life-changing results is. You have, again, as I spoke before, you do have to do things that you've never done before. Um, and like we said before, it's not going to be easy, but that is what life-changing results is, and that's exactly why no word of a lie, not everyone has changed their life, whether it's physically, mentally or emotionally, whether it's f physically, personally or professionally, because oh, it's, not, it's not easy. And yeah. it, you have to invest time, you have to invest money, you have to invest effort, Effort, sorry, you have to invest so many things into it that some folk just aren't willing to do. And that's that's absolutely fine, because that's, that's what makes the world go round. We're all individual, we're all independent. But it's about understanding that in order to achieve that life-changing results, 
first and foremost, you're going to have to commit at least a minimum of 90 days. It's that simple. At least a minimum of 90 days. If not, probably 180 days. Because yeah. chances are, within that first 90 days, if you're going to be, let's say, with myself or Blair, a lot of the groundwork's going to get done in that time. The education process on how we take you from A to B, again, get that more physical result, start to teach you these habits and behaviours that get you there. But then from, let's say, day 91 to day 180, is that then the following process of, right, the follow-up process of where we then teach you how to then sustain that and maintain it and understand here's what we need to do, here's what we need to tweak, here's what we need to change. Again, whether that's lifestyle-wise, whether that's nutrition, training, um, different habits and behaviours, and, and like Blair said there about standards, keeping them standards high, keeping yourself accountable to yourself or to someone else, or that's ultimately what it's going to cost and take to yeah. get you to where it, where it is that you want to be. As yeah. Blair says, like anyone that wants change, they do want it for one, a lifetime, but also two, they want to turn the life around. They don't just want something small. You want something that, where again, you might want to make more money at work. That might actually come from actually serving yourself to a higher standard, improving your body, improving your confidence, getting more energy, more direction, more clarity on a daily basis, which then means when you then appear at work every single day, you've got more drive, you've got more energy, then more focus and that purpose yeah. to be there, which is then possibly going to make you more money. But look at what you've got to do to possibly get there. Well, I'm just going to say right today, I'm going to make more money. Whereas really, you're not actually in the in the headspace to do that. So it's about really understanding that is what it's going to take in order to get life-changing results. Yeah. It's going well, to I mean, look, at the end of the day, I mean, you can't get life-changing results without changing your life. It's in the fucking name. You know what I mean? Like, we have to, we have to drop this. We have to drop, we have to, if you truly actually want to change your life and you truly want to make life-changing results, which... Most people, when they sit down and they speak to us, and you know, you have them in their, their their coaching calls at the beginning, you know, it's like, yes, yes, I want to change my life. You know, we, we will know after the first ten to twelve weeks, um, hundred percent if that's true or not. You know, um, because, your actions are sure. Yeah, your actions will always speak louder than your words. But I guess, I guess, what we're trying to do by the aim of that, like today's, you know, this podcast, you know, this episode today is really to get you thinking, like. Are you what what are you willing to do in order to change your life? You know, um, what are you willing to do in order to make that difference? Um, because the reality is, is you know, we're going to have you're going to have to flip things on their head. You know, right now, what what you're currently doing is not working. That's why you're at the place you're currently at, and that's absolutely fine. But I think kind of what we spoke about, I think it kind of comes to the point we kind of mentioned a bit like this in the last episode, but it comes to that point. It's like, if you're at a point right now where you know things need to change, you have two options. You have an option to accept it and stay where you are or challenge it and change it. Like, you have to choose one. And the reality is, is if you don't challenge it and change it, you're going to be feeling the exact same way sitting here two years' time, feeling the exact same way wishing you'd started sooner. And everyone says it. Oh, if you ask anyone, they're always going to say they wish they started sooner because you do not realize how good you could feel until you change things. Like you don't realize how better you you will feel on a daily basis by eating better food, by exercising regularly, by taking control of those areas, by thinking better, by you know clearing up your fucking social media of like toxicity that's on it. 
You know what I mean? You don't realise how good that feels until you do it. Yeah, and the oh. chances are, how many clients have we had, probably myself and you, have always said, I wish I reached out quicker or I wish I started quicker because that's it because then they realise the benefits of that. And again, it's like, I'm actually sharing that on social media. It's due to go out tonight. One of my one of my recent clients, he actually messaged me and said that I actually can't put any words how good I feel. Mm-hmm. Because it's just how, because he's literally changed his whole life. Um, and that's it. And it's just about realising that, that, yeah, we might say that, but the proof's in it's pudding. Like how many, the chances are you listening? You've probably got friends and family that's done these things before, whether it's on their own, whether they've followed an online programme, whether it's with a coach or whether it's went to classes, whatever it is. Even if it's running a marathon, they just sort of done whatever it is that they have done, they've changed their life, but it's probably so nice for you to sit and watch it and you know that you sort of really want it. And it might just be like, you know, they're maybe just that, that little bit scared to sort of take the leap, but you're never going to know. And again, just think of, think of like that, what, what Blair sort of said, you're not willing to change your life and you're not going to get life-changing results. And it's and you're not willing to change anything, never mind change your life, but you're not willing to change anything or even just sort of change that thought process of, I'm not going to manage. Like, that's probably one of the biggest things. Like, again, Blair, you probably know that as well, but if you get to the end of a sort of coaching call with someone or um, a prospect call before they come on board, probably one of the questions they probably ask is, how do you know, like, how do I know I'm going to get results? Which is fair enough, because it's it's quite it's quite a, a right process to have, because, like, yeah, yeah, of course. what's sceptical, like, how do I know I'm going to? How do I know I'm going to get a return for the money I'm spending? Yeah, because I'm going to spend money and going to have to put effort in. But the chances are, one, if there's a proven strategy there, which there is for both of us, but it's that way. We're also, if you now know you're in that headspace of, you know what, I've done the hard part. I've raised my hand and asked for help. I've reached out to Blair or Jack. We've went through different conversations. We've now had a phone call where he's, they've explained the program, explained the X Y Z, dug a little bit deeper into my background, where I am, where I've came from, I've done the hard part. Because that really is the hard part, raising your hand and asking for help and saying, hey, Blair, Jack, I need help. But then it's then now about going, right, okay, cool, I've done the hard part, let's go all in. So realistically, it is, it is a right sort of process, but it is just thinking that, like, if you're not willing to change these wee things or do these things, you're never going to actually achieve anything, if not life-changing results. Yeah, I mean, like you've got, I think, again, a lot of it boils down to you've got to be doing it for the right reasons, of course, you know, because if you're not doing it for the right reasons, then when motivation drops one day, you're going to sack everything. Motivation really isn't something that you should be relying on when it comes to life-changing results. It should not be a, it should not be a driver. The reality is, is motivation is something that's going to be created by your um, your implementation, your consistency, the results that you achieve along the along the process, you know, you're going to get bouts of motivation, but it's not something that you should be relying on. It's it's esoteric. It's never it's never something that's always there. Um, so then you have to really make sure that the the reasonings behind what you're doing are going to be there, showing up on the days when you don't want to fucking do it. You know, when you don't want to get up and go to the gym, but you understand that the 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 purpose outweighs the process needed you know the purpose has to outweigh what is required from you i mean and this is when coming back to it like this is when it's like i've seen people who have lost you know tremendous amounts of weight they've completely flipped changed their life why because the reasonings to do it were due to 
health implications that they might not be on this planet for much longer or it's been down to the fact that they have went through you know tragedy of and i'm not saying that you have to go through these things to to then be required to to change your life like not at all but the reason and something that you can take away is that these people's the, the purpose these people have are bigger than the requirements needed and that's when you've got to ask yourself okay i want to change i i don't feel well you, you have to then be fucking honest with yourself that's where it comes from like you need this that honesty like of sitting down and asking yourself why do i want this and it's like the, you know it's like asking yourself why five times to get to the real reason you're not going to be able to do that in one sitting by the way like you're not going to be able to sit down right why 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 and answer them all like you, you're not going to be able to do that because it's deep it's hard it's difficult it's not easy but when you get down to the bottom of it you then have a much stronger purpose as to why you want life-changing results and that purpose there will be huge you know the reason you know i just me talking about myself again it's fucking i seem to always do <laughs> but uh like the reason i i got into training and, and got into fitness was all because of you know deep-rooted you know inadequacy issues that i had in myself you know i didn't feel like i was you know adequate enough for people around me that was a big purpose to change that I knew that the training would give me the confidence, would improve how I look, which would improve how I feel in myself. And whether I knew back then that was the exact issues, that was the deep-rooted, deep-rooted meaning that was driving me forward. You know, I was, I just felt inadequate and I felt like I, you know, I didn't have the confidence and I, I felt shit in myself. And that was what made me turn up on the days that I didn't want to turn up, you know? And then I, you know i had different challenges along the way i set myself different goals but the, it's all was for the same purpose to continue proving to myself that i am adequate to do what i do to to be who i'm surrounded surrounded by and to to have the people in my life that are in my life you know that's it it's your purpose has to be bigger than than the the, the process required yeah definitely agree because again it just goes back to everything like if that why or if that sort of reason as to why you're doing it isn't there, then um, you are going to be almost fighting a losing battle. You'll get so far. Um, but again, that whole sort of story of the American guy that um, goes to his doctor and his doctor basically tells him to sit down. He's got a wife and he's got kids and he's got a daughter and he's got he's went and got scans done. And basically, he's had a health scare. And, and in order for the doctor to understand that he has to change his life and drop body fat um, and make himself internally healthier because of the the body fat he was carrying, was basically said, do you want to walk your daughter down the aisle? And he was like, what do you mean? Like, what the hell's on that bit of paper? And he's like, answer the question. It was basically trying to get him to understand that from a health perspective, if he wasn't to take any action or change the way he was currently living, habits and behaviours he had, that kept obviously gaining body fat and was making him internally unhealthy, he wasn't going to be there to walk his daughter down the aisle. Yeah. And he basically says from there, that day basically flipped a switch. And I think he's lost like something over like 150 pounds. Um, he's a whole new man. Um, and I think he's actually, since then, he's actually managed to walk his, his daughter down the aisle. But that was the whole point was that doctor knew in order to get this man to listen, as Blair said, we need to get my purpose because now as my job as a doctor, I need this man to change his life. 
because at the age of 40 or 50, whatever age he is, he's not going to be around much longer. But it's something that he, he can control. Mm-hmm. And that it was like, right, what's going to make him click? And the chances are he probably knew he was a family man. So again, yeah. like you might be able to relate to that. Like, are you in a position right now where you know you need to take action? You're just not sure where to start or maybe just sort of cruising along, sort of thinking everything will be all right. But maybe that's maybe that's what your biggest scare is. Maybe you won't see family members become the age that you are now. Maybe you won't actually get the chance to create your own family. I think I challenge that as well and saying that I think everybody listening to this as well, like, look, if you're listening to this and you probably have some idea of fitness, that's probably why you're listening to us or you follow me and Jack on Instagram. So, like, the reality is, is you listening right now, you know where to start. You know what you need to do. You know, if you had to say, if you, you know, if you, I think, uh, I'm trying to think, it was James Smith that, you know, coined it, said this, but, like, like, look, look, if your dog's overweight, like, what do you need to do? You know, you need to feed it less and you need to walk it more. Like, you are the same. Your dog is absolutely no fucking different to you. You know what I mean? Difference is, the dog doesn't have a choice on its own or taking action. But you have the choice when it comes to you taking action. You know, and that's the thing. If you're sitting there and you know that, you know that actually I need to, I need to get a grip here, then you need to take a fucking grip. You know, you're the one that needs to start changing it. And it doesn't matter, like, look, I guarantee you when Jack started out, his training wasn't perfect. You know, my training wasn't perfect. I didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing. I used to sit and copy the other guys in the gym. They, they used to do that. That's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? And you can, don't get me wrong, that'll only take you so far, but it'll get you started. And that's the biggest thing. It's like, it's just getting started. Like, life-changing results are about putting your foot on the path to begin with and understanding that firstly, change needs to happen. And then secondly, okay, what do I now need to work towards? What habits and behaviours, what standards do I now need to work towards? Success leaves clues. Look at the people that are successful in changing their lives. Look at the people that are successful in living a life that's very similar to where you want to be. Now, their success should leave clues. What do they do? I'm not saying that you're going to have to copy them and you know do everything they fucking do. Of course not. You are your own person. But... We're all adult enough and, and, and wise enough to understand that actually, hold on a second, they train regularly. Probably I should be doing that too. They eat high quality foods. I probably should be doing that too. They focus on getting good amount of sleep. I should probably do that too. They stay hydrated. I should probably do that too. You know, it's these little things that we need to start implementing. You will not, like, don't overlook the small shit that can massively change your life. Like, that's it, like, it's not these fancy high, you know, it's not about dropping a shit ton of body fat in the first four weeks of your, your new program. It's about, like, that, yeah, is that going to make you feel good? Probably, you know, very, very rarely someone's going to do that and then not feel good, um, especially if they've got body fat to lose. Um, don't get me wrong, there's points where you can do that and you will feel shit, but... Um, the reality is, is you sleeping better, eating better, moving more, drink, um, hydrating more is going to have a huge impact on how you feel um, on a daily basis, how your energy is, how you you control your emotion, everything, everything. Yeah, so definitely. Those four, four small steps will be huge in changing your life. Guarantee it. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's just that, that sort of power of small steps and the power of small ones can just sort of accumulate over time. And that's basically what we do. Like as coaches, that's all we try and get you to do. Like for me, I always use the phrase of my job is to teach you how to walk before you can run. 
Um, and again, that way you think, oh, well, I'm an adult, Jack. I'm 28, I'm 30, I'm 25. Walking for a bit. Do you know I mean? I'm walking for the last 25 years of my life or last 20 years of my life, whatever. But it's about how can I get you to take small steps that then accumulate into you running and to, from, from a slight jog to a run. And that's it. It's about those, like what Blair said, these wee small habits, these wee small changes can have such a massive impact because it's compound over time. So if you change one thing today and you do it tomorrow, you do it the following day and the next day and the next day, you do that now for, let's say, six weeks straight, that now becomes a habit. You don't even need to think about it anymore. But in between, maybe after the first two weeks, we've, we've changed something else. Yeah. And after two weeks after that, we've changed something else. So over a 12-week period, you might have changed five or six different things that just seem very small. And you think, God, this is never going to make any difference. But wait a minute, now 12 weeks, 90 days later, you're reflecting back on day one and thinking, God, wait a minute, I've actually achieved a hell of a lot. And it's actually changed my process, my mindset on so many different things. And that goes back to that thing where Blair says about uh, motivation. Like, there's no chance in hell every single one of us are motivated to get up in the morning brush teeth. It's a habit that we were taught since we are probably... Shit, I wasn't motivated to get in my bed this morning, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's just, that's what it is. Like, to get out your bed and go and brush your teeth. But yet, the chances are, nine out of ten of us, if not ten out of ten of us, get out of bed every morning. And one of the first things we do before we go to work or before we leave the house, because the chances are if you're going to eat in the morning, you're going to eat, then, then do it. But we're going to brush our teeth. It's just that simple. It's just that's not because you're motivated every day. Go, oh yeah, I'm motivated. It's to can't wait, can wait to get the get the aqua fresh out. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's just a habit that we've ingrained in ourselves that now we don't even need to think about it. It's you know that before you leave the house, you do it. That's what you do, and it, but it's the same thing. Like look, like motivation. And the reason that we say this, like, and that, look, the reality is, is so many of you know that like a motivation isn't something you should rely on, right? But yeah, it's some it's an excuse or not an excuse, but it's something that everybody wants to have. Um, all of the time but it's just something you're not going to get you do not have motivation to go to your work every single day no. I love what I do I genuinely love my job but I don't have motivation to do my work every single day no. I'm normal I'm a normal human being that doesn't mean I love my job any less no. but you don't have motivation to go to your work every single day so why are you expecting yourself to have motivation to go to the gym every single day it's not an it's not an excuse you can validly use. I just didn't have a motivation to go to the gym today. That's not an excuse. You didn't have motivation to turn up to your fucking job, but you done it because you understood that the payoff was if I turn up, I get paid at the end of the month. But the reality is, if you turn up to the gym, you put pennies in your bank of your fucking life, of how you change your life, of how you feel, of how you actually feel and um, act on a daily basis. That is your payoff. Your payoff is just the change in your life the mood the energy that you have you know oh yeah you felt tired after work well going home and lying on the couch isn't going to make you feel any fucking better going to the gym though is probably going to make you leave feeling more energized which means that you can go home and get the fucking housework done you can be there for the kids you can be there for your partner you can be there for your mum and dad you can do the shit that you need to do when you go home like no motivation is not an excuse I'll hold my hands up. I have used it as an excuse before. But I ultimately have learned from that. And again, you're only human. That's why you've used that excuse before. 100%. And again, I'll back Blair 100% up is that I've done that. I've one, used the excuse, and two, I'm not motivated every day. Whether it's training, whether it's uh, speaking to people, whether it's delivering stuff to clients. Why? Because I'm only human. Like, we have the same thought process as you do. We have wow. the same. The same 
issues, we have the same stresses, we have the same worries. So, so some days you're not going to be all singing, all dancing. You ever have that day where, like, you're just not motivated at all? It just seems to be the day that everyone wants to phone you and have a phone call conversation, eh? and you're just like, I'm not here. <laughs> just like, no, nah, I'll let that ring out, man. I'll let that ring out. <laughs> just, there is days I am like that. There's days where I just do not want to talk to anyone. There's nothing wrong with me. I just, you know what? I will, I will happily message you, but just, I just don't have the energy to speak to you on the phone right now. Yeah, that's fine. Because you're only normal, and that's it. And that is it. And it's just about being again. That's one thing we want to stay consistent with this podcast is that myself and Blair are just as normal and just as human as you are. If not, sometimes more human, just because. <laughs> exactly. We what probably do a lot more daft stuff and probably a lot more <laughs> less brain cells than some of you guys, <laughs> but. Exactly. But that's it. It's just like, like we've had life changing results. That's why we are here. Yep. And we're now in an now in an industry. Sorry to help people achieve that but yeah. chances are and again I'm sure Blair said that earlier change drives change yeah. so we would never be in an industry we're in to help people change their lives if we never change their own lives through doing the things that we try and promote to you guys again well that's changing our lifestyle changing our mindset how we view certain things from a perspective uh, whether that's changing exercise or training whether that's changing um, or adjusting the way we look at food nutrition um, nourishment all that kind of kind of stuff is we changed our life which is why we are now here um so just yeah just about really just understanding what life changing process is and that's if i had to ask you man sorry jump in there but what do you think people's biggest biggest issue slash problem is when it comes to life achieving life changing results honestly i probably think again i think we've spoken about this anyway but is that probably fear of not doing it? Uh, sorry, not achieving it, and also probably knowing are they actually going to get there? Yeah. Sort of knowing that they're going to have to put a lot of work in. So I think they're possibly a bit scared of what they actually have to do. Not necessarily. I think it's all more probably internal rather than external. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Probably do you know what? Just, I think in this it was. And Emma, you know, Emma Story Gordon, ESG, yeah. yeah, she posted this, I mean, years ago. And it's just one of those things that always, like, when I read it, I was like, fuck, you just put that into, like, the best words ever. And it's just stayed with me. But it's like, I think I said this on my stories a couple of days ago. It's like, so many people overestimate what is required to change your life, but you underestimate the time needed. Like, you think that you're going to have to devote your full fucking life, like, and that's it. All your energy and capacity has to be taken up into training and to eating and to doing X, Y, and Z. Um, and you expect to completely change your life in six weeks. And it's like, no, like, you do not have to go to that grander scale, but you are going to have to take more, like, six to 12 to 18 months to do it. And if more people got into that understanding of this is going to take me longer but I know that the I know that the requirements aren't going to be as heavily as what I first thought. People would start changing their perspective on if they can do it or not. So like stop trying to stop trying to achieve. Like I'm still changing my life, and I've been training for 10, 10 years. Coming on, in fact, sorry, talking bullshit. We were talking about this earlier. Actually, twenty eight this year. So that's been what 13, 14 years. I started training in the gym when I was fourteen. 
You know what I mean? That's been 14 years. I'm still changing my life to this day. Like it doesn't end and that is absolutely okay. Let's not get into this fear that just because it doesn't end means that you're never going to change your life. Like, cause I've changed it drastically in the past 14 years. I just want to continue improving it. Yeah, and again, it's that thing where I, de- I genuinely do believe that's probably one of the things that do hold people back from life changes also is the, the fear of failure, but also just knowing that I don't know if I've got what it takes, but the chances are you don't actually know what it takes. So in order to know what it takes, you need to actually go <laughs> try and it. Right. Um, and yeah, that's it. It's like understanding that. And again, if you're telling me that you don't want to sit there and say, well, I'm not willing to commit to 12 months of my life, that possibly you might be sitting between the ages of 25 and 35 or 25 and 40, or even you might be a little bit on the older scale of that, 50 to 60, listen to this podcast. If you've been on the planet this long and you've been struggling probably, chances are you've been struggling facing your sort of problems and issues you're currently facing, chances are you've been facing them for no longer, or sorry, no less than probably 12 months, but it's just the same. You've been facing those problems for 12 months minimum, but you're not you're not yet willing to invest that back in to completely change them. But you've got to think those problems probably have accumulated over a four, five, ten year period. Yet we're almost telling you we can change that in twelve, if not less. But yeah. it's about understanding the payoff. Like that's worth it for me. Yeah. That that's got to be worth it. And again, as Blair said, it's just about now how we still continue to get better and change. Even if it's half a percent every year, but it's still improving. Something's changing every sort of day, every sort of week, every sort of month. That's still moving our life forward. Um, and I don't yeah, mean yeah. That we're, we're, we're learning new things all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just about we're, we're slowly improving. Yeah, man. I think like if you like my experience of being a coach, um, I've had many people sit down in front of me and say that they want to change their life because they want to feel better in themselves and they're fed up feeling shit and they're fed up feeling the way that they do in themselves, lacking confidence, lacking, you know, constantly beating themselves up and and, and feeling, you know, anxious and, and whatever they do and however their body makes them feel. But if you come into this with the idea that there's going to be a, um, there's going to be a complete finished article and once that article is finished that you can return to your normal way of life then you're going to be bitterly disappointed because that is not what happens like you will probably never have a finished article if you if you truly want to change because you're always going to kind of want to change that and better it and you will not return to your normal way of life if you want to change your life you can't expect to return back to the one that you currently have at some point down the line and then still be happy and not have the same problems arise because they will. Yeah, and that's why you've got the problems you've got now because you're doing something you don't enjoy, you're doing something that's not serving you well, and that's ultimately it. That doesn't mean that, again, me and Blair are are very similar, but that doesn't mean, like, if you're now currently enjoying going out at the weekend and stuff, that doesn't now mean for the next 12 months you cannot do that. That's not what this is because we obviously do promote that. And again, if you follow us on social media, you will see that. One, we both do it, but also two, we show clients doing it. We, we sort of educate you on it. But as Blair said, if if you want to change your life, but then one after you change it, let's say, and you tick that box and you want to go back to the life you're now living, well, guess guess what? 
however you're serving yourself now and the issues you're now going to have, they're just going to return because you're doing something that's not serving you well right now, which is why, one, you're listening to this podcast, or two, you're now thinking about taking action and taking the next step into achieving those life-changing results. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think it's... Yeah, man, it's, it's one of those ones. It's uh, you know what I think it is? I think it all massively boils down to having the understanding and perspective of what to expect, which is largely the unexpected. But you know, I think I think you've just got to know that it's going to be more different. It's not it's not going to be as difficult as you can make it out to be in your head, but it is going to take longer. And you are going to have to commit energy to it. Yeah, exactly. Because you have to put the work in. Like you can't. <laughs> you kind of get the results and not fucking do the work. You know. <laughs> That's it. More like you cannot put effort in. You cannot again. You can't invest time. You cannot not invest effort. You cannot not invest putting the work in. Um, because ultimately that's it. And again, the chances are you've had this sort of all or nothing mindset approach probably before where you go cold turkey or you do these sort of things but then that way well where's that left you whereas our jobs one of the things that we try and teach you and educate you on is letting go that all or nothing approach as well says so that you're always evolving and you're always getting towards the goals that you want to go to and that's ultimately what it is it's about understanding that you can't have this sort of narrow-minded mindset you have to be a little bit open. You have to be willing to try new things. You have to be willing to adjust and change things. And guess what? See if it doesn't work. We then go back to the drawing board. We change it again. But having this all or nothing mindset where it's just all in and that's the only thing I'm going to do or the total flip side of that and do absolutely nothing. Like that just unfortunately will not serve you well and it won't get you to where, where you want to be. Whereas that sort of long... Like that, that whole thing of slow and steady wins the race. This is exactly what life change results is. Slow and steady will win the race because it is going to compound over time. And the steadier that it is, the easier it's going to be to maintain. Again, if you are someone who's ever ran before, you try and do a real quick run or a real quick care or a real quick mile, great. Or even on a bike, anything at all, you can go that short-term effort. If I then got you to say, right, okay, cool, you've done a really quick mile on the bike or you've done a really quick mile on the track, now go and do that for 25 miles. Oh, God, yeah, I can't do that. Because that's it, it's that short, sharp, does work, and it can get you that that result of, yeah, great, I've had a fastest ever mile. But now do that over 25 miles, ain't going to work. Yeah. That long, slow and steady, slowly chipping away at the time, slowly getting fitter, slowly adjusting these wee things, is going to compound over time and actually get you that whole total time down. Yeah, yeah, man, 100%. Thinking... Yeah, it's, it's like, look, stops. Yeah, again, you, you, we battle against these all the time, but these crash fad diets, or, you know, these crash diets, just not going to get you the result that you want. Yeah, you're going to look good after it. Of course, you're fucking going to look good, you know, but you're not going to be able to maintain it or sustain it, you know. And I think you've got to ask yourself, if you've been on this journey longer than a year, two years, and you feel like you're always ending up, you know, yeah, I know I've spoke to people who have been on a journey to get, you know, feel fantastic within themselves, lose body weight and get into great shape and um, change their life. And they've been on the journey for five years and find themselves back at square one. At some point, we have to address the fact of what are we doing right now is not fucking working. We have to start changing up. You have to start looking long term. You have to start 
comes back to that age old proverb of you know the the hair the tortoise and the hair. You know what I mean? Like slow and steady wins a race. So look at anyone, anyone that makes drastic change to their life. They've been doing it for a while. They've completely flipped changed the life. They've been doing it for a while. Yeah, and again, that's the thing though. Like, well, every single one of us probably that's listened to this have probably all done a crash diet or a sort of short, sharp diet or training phase or whatever. And yeah, you've probably got results, but chances are you've you've still not kept those results. Whereas, what life changing results is, and what myself and Blair coach and teach you guys as clients is how to then maintain that. So within that first ninety days, where I said we do the groundwork. So how do we then teach you how to, one, maintain that and two, just slightly improve it? But again, fit that around the life that you still want to conduct, the life that you still want to live. Not a case of, right, cool, that's you done, 90 days. Cool, now go and put all the weight and if not more back. See all those good habits we just changed? Yeah, let's just go and reverse them and make them worse. See that now newfound sort of energy and mindset and all that, all the other good things that came along with it? Now let's just go and reverse that. That's not what it's about, but unfortunately, that's what if we look for that sort of short term. And again, if you're only willing to invest 90 days into your life or something you've probably been struggling for the last 12 months, if not 18 to two years, if not maybe longer, then if you're not willing to invest more than 90 days, then I'm sorry, but you need to understand that you're just going to stay the same, if not worse. Yeah, you're going to end up back at square one, repeating the process over and over again. And if you don't, you got you got to break that cycle, you know. You you got to break that cycle, you know. It's we can't keep repeating. You know what I mean? It's like Einstein said: if you do the same thing over and go, like doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, you know, insanity. It is, but yeah, it just seems to be the thing. It's like, well, I done Slimming World and that worked for me in the past, so I'm going to do that again. Or I done this coach's fucking six week diet plan and that worked. So I'm going to do that again, or I'm going to follow this meal plan for 10 weeks and I'm going to lose weight. And that's going to, it's like, no, you're not changing the habits and behaviours coming back to it that need to be changed for life to get life-changing results. Like, you have to be going, this is a, if you're going into this with the effort of you want to change your life forever, then expect your life to be different forever than what it is now. Habits, routines, what you prioritise, like if you're not if you want to change how you look in your physical self, and you're not prioritizing exercising, you're not prioritizing the quality of food coming in, you're not prioritizing your sleep, your you you know your hydration, then you're not going to get the result. These things need to be a priority. They might not be the highest priority in your life. Your your partner, your job, your um your kids may be at a higher priority than that. That is absolutely fine, but it needs to be up there in the top three. You know, it needs to be a non-negotiable that you don't miss. Yeah, so true. Otherwise, what are you doing, you know? Yeah, so true, because that's it. It's just about understanding that you are going to have to change these things and you are going to have to do these different things. And as well as I said, it just really comes back down to that priority of do I actually value my health as my wealth or just value something that I've got? And is it then going to become too late before you realise, wait a minute, I wish I did actually something about that? Or I wish I actually did that not only for myself, but now to teach my kids because now I see my kids doing the same problems that I have or having the same habits that I have. And that's about it. And sometimes, I might sound harsh, but that sometimes is the reality of it. 
you might now be looking at your children and kids and going, wait a minute, actually, the bad habits and behaviours that I have, whether it's around exercise, whether it's around um, nutrition, whether it's around sort of the way you conduct yourself on a daily basis, that's now going to rub off on them. You're now going to probably see that. They're now going to mirror you because that's what what we teach them. Um, So that's just unfortunate. But you've still got the control to then change that, to then now change your life, which then changes their life, which chances are, if they're going to go on and have kids as well, it's going to change theirs because now you're teaching them something new. Again, it goes back to that brushing your teeth. If you've taught your kids how to brush your teeth, it's just something they'll now do probably for the rest of their life. Yeah. So what would you say your biggest 1% today is then, man? Uh, for me, probably just stay in the race. Like, I would say like that's just going to come straight from there. Like, stay in the race um, and run your own race. Like, how can you still just stay stay in your own lane and run your own race? And again, if we're staying in race, race terms, just go that sort of think about long, long and steady, not necessarily short and sharp. Um, because ultimately, to change your life, it is going to take time. Um, and again, it goes back to that sort of beyond that 90 days. Yes, sort of get you in for 90 days. We do a lot of groundwork and you can change your life for 90 days, but it's about then teaching you how to then maintain it and adjust it to then really sort of maintain it long term. So yeah, I would just say stay in your lane and run your own race. Yeah, I think. Um, for you, I think for me, I think you've you've got a, when it comes to changing your life and, and achieving life changing results. Like you know that you're going to have to change your you're going to have to increase exercise now. That in fact, maybe someone needs to decrease exercise, but um, you know you're going to have to make sure you have a you know a steady routine when it comes to exercise, eating better, sleeping well, but. I think the biggest thing is understanding your purpose. And I think if you are just listening, if you've just listened to this episode and you haven't listened to any other ones, I suggest you jump back to I think episode two, where we spoke two or three, I think, where we spoke about really understanding your purpose and your why, because your purpose has to be stronger than your want for motivation. Because you need to turn up. You're gonna if you want to change your life, you're gonna have to turn up in the days that you don't want to fucking turn up. Just like you turn up to job, your job, your career, you know, your shift. When you're not motivated, you have to turn up for yourself because you probably spend your life turning up, even though you earn money from the trade-off, feeding someone else's dream and only dousing your own. So you need to get crystal clear on your purpose, which is begin to ask yourself why you want to change in the first place, but get to the deeper meaning of that, the, sorry, the, the five whys. Ask yourself why five times. Get deep, get honest that will be a much bigger driving force than motivation will ever be for you. Yeah, and I think that's a good way to close off because that's it. Like You have to be willing to do the work, but you also have to have a main, real big reason and purpose and why to as to why you want life-changing results. So, yeah, hope that sort of helps you guys as the listeners, um, you guys who's watching. Hopefully you guys manage to take something away from that. Um, and hopefully you understand now possibly what is life-changing results that it's not just all about physical it's not just all about again you might see a lot of coaches even myself and Blair talk about 90 days how much how it goes way beyond that so yeah hopefully you've managed to take something away from that and as always we appreciate the listens the follows the likes the feedback so yeah thank you have an awesome day team and thank you